2: Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <whistles> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
0: This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
2: Uh, I'm not a train spotter. Please, please don't put that out there. Um, but I do He's like the underground. I think <laughs> I like the underground. Anyway, so I saw these socks. What's your favourite line? Uh, probably the Circle Line actually.
0: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out, takes Almunia saves. Look out, Almunia saves again. And now. That-
2: You're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast, not joining us for the opposition view, <laughs> Bristol City. Thanks for that, Bristol City. Thanks being... We're starting
0: to say that a lot now, aren't we? Well, we are. We There's are. There's a couple now. We're yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to start taking offence to it, I think.
2: Yeah, I think we have to, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's talk about them in a minute. Last night's victory then uh, against Reading, covered on the spaces, but good in the end, in the cold light of day, it's, it's a good win. Like uh, Peter said, though, it's not one of those that's going to be remembered uh, as <laughs> sort of game of the season Um, but they all count no three points up to fifth that lot up the M1 are ninth and about to lose their manager so
0: Oh, it's Happy beautiful. November, everybody! Oh, I sent I sent you <laughs> guys the link of the Stoke fans uh, singing to the to Luton. Obviously, winning two, I think two 0 They they beat Luton last night.
2: Yeah, I, I I think I saw. Did you not put that at the um the top of it, the second part of the Twitter Space podcast, Peter?
1: It it may have found its way mistakenly I and know, unfortunately. <laughs> I think at the did. start of part two of the Twitter Spaces, I have no idea how it happened. These things happen, um, Peter. I'm an old fan and I struggle with technology. That's my excuse. Oh, is that what Fingers happened?
2: and thumbs. Oh, okay, I would have said it sounded quite <laughs> deliberate to me, but there you go. Maybe it was a, an accident. So, uh, <laughs> so there we are. Who'd have thought after the Millwall game, for example, that we would be going? Oh, we're fifth. That's nice. Because, yeah, I don't think any of us did. I think we're going. Oh dear, we're in, we're in, we're banging trouble here. That's the championship for it. Let's hope we can keep that kind of form going. I mean, it's going to be difficult with a sodding great break in the middle of it all for a month.
1: Well, we said after the Coventry game. Look, yeah, we've just lost one in one, but we've also taken nine points out of 12. And then the next game, which, of course, was Reading, which, no, it won't live long in the memory, and I I made sure it won't after last night's Twitter spaces, it suddenly becomes four games in five. If we can make five wins out of six on Saturday against Bristol City it means that it, we're really going into it with uh, with a sense of momentum and really really well placed in the league and we can't forget that it was around Christmas although without the World Cup nonsense break that uh, that we were in about eighth position when uh, when we brought Cisco in and yeah. uh, got, on a, got on a roll so you know Slavin's got much more time and I've got much more confidence no disrespect to Cisco at all he came in and he did absolutely the things that needed to be done to get everybody rolling but you know Slavin is an experienced guy, he's already won promotion uh, to the premiership as a Cisco before everybody screams at their, their iPod. It's kind of, I, I just think that he's doing good things with not an awful lot. He's also made mention that he expects to see at least two players coming in in the close season or in the in the window.
2: Did he say which positions?
1: He did not. He did not. He's, he's probably a little bit too wily to come out and say, as Ivich did, saying I need a left back um, because he gives himself nowhere to go. He's experienced with the press, and he's not going to shoot himself in the foot. So he's going to say, "No, we've got strength, but we just need a little bit more." Um, and we're working, and we're doing all of that. And that—that's all been kind of uh, relayed via via Andrew French's pages in the Watford Observer. So I think that's good. I think that suggests that he's probably having those conversations to try and get those in. You know, to try and get them in the door. Mm. If we if we end up with in nobody then obviously we'll be pissed off about it but if uh, we, we were very fortunate that um adam leventhal jumped in with us yesterday because i started talking about this this new technical director that we are linked with potentially coming in in the in the wind transfer not transfer window the world cup window yeah um this this gent or Mange from, uh, from manga from from frankfurt yeah, yeah. frankfurt, frankfurt. Yeah, who seems to have got a reasonable reputation. And more than anything else, he's not Cristiano Gioretta, which for yeah. me yeah, is, is 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 definitely a plus, I, I would suggest. Yeah. So, you know, if he can bring somebody in, I remember doing new TV stuff and we did a transfer talk thing and we covered a guy who um Currently, Adam mentioned uh, yesterday we, we we cover a number of players, and one of them was this guy uh, Muwani who was at Nantes at the same time that Loser was there, and we were kind of linked with him. But he ended up going to to Frankfurt. This guy kind of helped to help to take him along there. So hopefully, he can uh, he can bring in some players from from the continent pretty well. I would still like to see us bringing in some domestic players while we're especially while we're in the championship. Absolutely. Yeah, hundred percent,
2: hundred percent, absolutely, yeah. So we turn our attentions then to towards Bristol City on Saturday. Carl, you're going,
0: right, my lover?
2: Yeah, I'm going.
0: <laughs> is that a yes?
2: You know, and, is that yeah. a yes? <laughs> it's a yes. Okay. Uh, and how are you getting there? Is this a is this a public transport thing or you Choo, yes?
0: This is a this is the Choo Choo train. We are nine twenty from London Paddington. Somewhere. I imagine if year.
2: you're going west normally.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's that way, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You're right. Well done, Justin. Good yeah. good train knowledge there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we're, 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 we're heading over there. I've been to Aston Gate before, but it was a bit of a dog hole, but they, they've done it all up recently. Right. So um, looking forward to that. Looking forward to seeing Nigel Pearson. Yes. and uh, giving him a little clap I yeah. think he's worth a mention he is
2: so without the benefit of an opposition Peter do you have any idea who we should be looking out for in the Bristol City team or are you as ignorant of it as I am <laughs>
1: oh, oh, oh I, don't, I don't think anybody's quite as ignorant of it as, as you are just <laughs> in fairness you, 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 make, you make that very plain no it's well first of all we know we're heading in to see uh, to see our, our old friend Nigel Pearson. He bought in a couple of players I- I in the close season. That when, if you remember, in the early part of the close season, and everybody was going, "Oh, we've got Rob Edwards. All oh, we need to bring in domestic, you know, UK-based players, yeah. good players on free transfers." And they signed up two players that that people went, "Oh, that's interesting." One was Kai Naismith from uh, from Mordor Town, just up the road. Right. Um, but in fairness, he was le- <laughs> he was leaving them, so he was doing the right thing. Um, who was considered to be, you know, one of the better championship centre-backs, centre-back we might have done, but also another one who came in was a guy called Kane Wilson, who was the right wing-back that Rob Edwards had previously had at Forest Green Rovers. Now, a huge thing was made about, will we get him? Because we thought, well, the connection and wanting to play the way we want to play, and we know all about the fact we never got one. Kane Wilson has played 74 minutes of league football over four games. Oh, He's played two games in the League Cup. And that's about it. So, you know, not a huge amount. They are sitting uh, 20th in the, in the, in the league. Their, their current run of form is, is very, very hit and miss. So they lost yesterday at home to Lincoln City. In in the League Cup now, I I don't know what what level of side he put out there, but um, one of the things that that Nigel Pearson called out overnight was the the lack of character, kind of uh, the kind of moral character, I think he called it. They lost uh, recently to Sheffield United one uh, nil. No shame in that. Sheffield United have, have had a pretty reasonable season. Part of it, They drew with Middlesbrough. They drew with Swansea. But interestingly, and I think this is where I make the comparison, they lost 2-0 to Reading. And Reading, I have to say, and I appreciate that, uh, you know, teams will look different in different games. You know, look at Blackpool and Luton for us, you know, respectively to see how that can happen. But Reading were... By far and away, the least ambitious of teams that I think I have seen at the Vic for a long time. Yeah. That may have that may have something to do with Paul Lins. I won't have a go any at Paul <laughs> He doesn't need to. He's a wanker and he can do it himself.
2: But... <laughs> yeah. But there, there, there was a, yeah. a, a. What are you holding up there, Carl? For the benefit what's, what's, of people without
0: my, video, my, da- my daughter has just brought in creams. Yes. Is this ice cream? Have you, is she bought you ice cream. I think she's bought me a sexy milkshake. This is going to make a good podcast, by this the way. This is fantastic. It's not a, a muffin tonight, a is
2: it? So, you know.
0: This is... Uh, oh, my word. one of these
2: people... Oh, that looks... Yeah. yeah. You're one of these people that has to have snacks on a podcast, Carl. Can you not, like, kind of rein it in for half an hour? Do you have to have a constant flow of snacks? Not a, cons- not a constant flow. <laughs> well, it was muffin last week, wasn't it? He's sitting there munching on a muffin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Beg your yes, or what? You're it's, right. Yeah. <laughs> excuse me. We're talking about him munching on a muffin and having a constant flow. There's something. just something that feels wrong.
2: And I don't a... know what. Yet. Yeah. No. man, no, Let's yes. move right, on from sorry, that quickly. Sorry. Where were no, we before let's, we let's, started? Let's, Paul Ince.
0: before I was rudely interrupted by this man. Yeah,
2: Paul Ince. That's where we were before this nonsense started. Right. Well, okay. Paul,
1: so Paul Ince is poor. Paul, we know that. They lost to them. Um, they, they've had a couple of results. Basically, they've been, they've been up and down. They've had um, six wins all season. They're down in 20th. When, when I spoke to uh, a, a friend, acquaintance, colleague, former colleague of mine, um, when he gave me the scoreline, he laughed when he gave it to me, and it was an affirmative. He's not feeling particularly bright about them at the moment. Nothing seems to be uh, very enthused down at Ashton Gate at the moment.
0: Yeah. Hmm. They're one of those clubs that have invested heavily in their stadium, and they, 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 there was a lot of talk of that. You know, them being one of those teams that were going to push to the next level, i.e., break into the Premier League, and they've just never really, never really achieved it, have they? Not, not even got close, as far as I'm aware. Well, well Bristol is one of those strange cities because it's it's a big city. I mean,
1: whatever it is, you know, seventh or eighth largest in the country to not have a, a Premier League or a top division football team now since the 70s was the last time Bristol City were in it and I'm talking early 70s I think if I remember rightly um it, it is a shock but they are obviously they are a two-team city you know so they they are kind of split down the middle so it means that they don't have this this one ground there was talk back about a decade or so ago about are they going to merge are they going to come together and form a, a super club well we all know how well that goes down with everybody uh that satisfy absolutely that, nobody
2: that would be I mean can you imagine if we were that badly off they said super club with that lot up the M1 you go no. I mean they hate each other anyway, don't they?
1: Well the only time that anything like that had been mooted, I mean it happened with in Scotland within Inverness Caledonia Thistle they were two clubs to
2: see the Alan Smart. A podcast for further
1: details it, on that it, one. Oh, look at that it's seamless, excellent stuff. The only time other than that that it was mooted was when Robert Maxwell, he, the father of Ghislaine Maxwell, who uh, you know obviously keeps the family brand going, um, <laughs> but he he had bought uh, he bought Oxford United, and of course at one point. He had Elton John sat next to him yep. looking at potentially selling Watford at the same time. He wanted to buy, not Watford at this merger I did, he wanted to buy Reading, our opposition yesterday, to merge Oxford United and Reading in the 80s and call them the Thames Valley Royals oh. and have a, have some kind of mega stadium somewhere between Oxford and Reading. Well, you can imagine that would have gone down like a cup of cold sick. Thank, I mean, Thank
2: oh, God. Well, <laughs> oh, thank God that never came to fruition. <laughs> The the Thames Valley Royals. Yeah. It sounds Sounds like like a a rowing club. Well, yeah, either that or... uh... (laughs) Either that or a regiment in the army, is it? You know what I yeah. mean? It's just, yeah, who wants that? No, no one wants that. Well, thank God that never came to pass because, uh, yeah, I mean, he was looking at buying us, wasn't he? So was Paul Raymond around that time. There's an excellent interview with him on YouTube and you go, Paul Raymond at a family club. Interesting. Very, very yeah. interesting. If you don't know who Paul Raymond is, he was like the King of Soho, wasn't he? He had um, adult publications and various strip bars and things that really don't go hand in hand with being a family club but, um, but
1: you go and look at Birmingham and then West Ham I'm by Dave Sullivan Su- of course Sullivan yeah. and Gold yeah, you know. yeah of
2: course yeah um, other pornographers are available
1: <laughs> they, well yeah they are I mean <laughs> but you're right in fairness they wouldn't fit with the family club situation at Watford in any way shape or form and so certainly having Maxwell come nowhere near us was very good mm. having uh, Raymond come nowhere near us is very good we ended up with Jack Petchy who in hindsight is probably the best of a very very bad bunch. Yes,
2: it's but, it's a bit like saying you would rather be shot or stabbed, isn't it? Really, least painful <laughs> one, please. Shooting sounds fine. <laughs> it's quick and it's over. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Pretty well, much, it is it, much. is. it is. It is. Okay, so Bristol. <laughs> I, I, I can't I, see that. You know, if you're a Bristol Rovers, you go. No, I don't want to be part of this new conglomerate club. Piss off. You know, it's just unpalatable. So
1: no. And 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 as you said earlier on, they have they've definitely invested in the in the stadium. I always quite liked Ashton Gate. Actually, I've been in a couple of parts there that were that were okay. Okay, but yes, it did need modernising. It was certainly a kind of a, mm. an. And
0: I'll him. Do you need an the... injection afterwards, though? you touched anything metal in there, is a tetanus definitely required?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like a paint needed? was it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so Bebler, yeah.
1: I don't know if anybody's noticed here, but Carlos is, uh, is really kind of stretching his wings. He's moving from the
0: north of the country now to the west of the country. <laughs> yeah, he is, isn't he? I, ju- I just want people to people feel... As he goes. <laughs> I now, just want people to feel that I'm not biased in any stretch of... No, the you just
2: hate everyone world. by the sound of <laughs> well, yeah, <exactly>. it's, <laughs> it's, it's fair enough.
0: It's universal.
2: It's, it's universal. Fine. Now, does anybody know anything about the nicknames that they give each other down? there because i think i'm right in saying that either city or i don't know which is which but one of them is associated with a gas works
1: no that's rovers,
2: that's rovers, rovers. Known as, known as, and they call themselves the gas and then the other lot are associated with a sewage that. work or something aren't they and they're known as the shit is that correct am i talking Ooh, out of turn
0: I, I don't know i don't I know about hope shit.
2: You're right. i think there's the gas and the shit i think i'm right in saying that uh I have shall, a random, I, shall I Google? a random
0: fact a random fact of Bristol. Which so I'm going to throw in while somebody researches the Yeah, shit. I'm
2: Googling now. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm Good. not going to research go it. the I'll shit. Fill this, okay. I'll fill this space with Go on. Just kill cool time till so I get up. back,
2: Carl. Go on. Go on.
1: Today's interesting fact. Well, um, this is so, seamless. This, this
0: is. Great. Great so only only right, Fools yeah. and Horses, the uh, tower blocks, Nelson Mandela House, is in fact behind Ashton Gate. Is it really? There you are. There you are. You're <laughs> welcome. Right. Have you Googled it yet? Because I've got nothing. Well, i sure. <laughs> uh,
2: um, Songs for the Gas, uh, Football chart. Well, well, that yeah, that so- milkshake looks nice, Carl, I have to say. Uh,
0: it's, it's Snickers, which, my God, there's... There's a small orgasm happening over here in uh, deepest darkest northwood.
2: Good lord, good lord above, creams and orgasms. Um... <laughs> <laughs> right, give me a sec because this. Unfortunately, um... so
1: while you're doing that, yeah, the old, the, the old ground for Bristol City, uh, sorry Bristol Rovers, they left there, and I'm trying to remember what it was called, but it did. It had a massive great gasworks next to it, so they are always referring themselves to the uh, as as. Come up, up the gas, which is like, you know, it is quite a, a strange, quirky, not only accent, but kind of almost dialect that's that's used down there. And then they kind of, they went and ground shared uh, Rovers did with Bath City, which is where I went and saw Bath City play Wrexham, uh, or oh, sorry, Bristol Rovers play at Bath City against Wrexham. And it was the most wonderful thing I think I can Honestly, i a I've seen at a football ground, which is I'm sitting there in with a mate of mine who's a Bristol Rovers fan, and uh, we're watching this. Bristol Rovers leading 1-0. It gets to the 89th minute, Wrexham equalise. 91st minute, Wrexham score a winner. And I'm sat there, and this guy with the most broad West Country accent turns to the Welsh people and shouts, you're just a bunch of sheep shaggers. <laughs> and it was... I was just in fits. I was on the floor. My <laughs> mate's going, no, Pete, shut up. Shut up, Pete, shut up. They don't like what I'm saying about it. Oh, oh, mate.
2: Fantastic. It's like pot, kettle, black. Oh. Pot, kettle, yeah. This is Barry from Watford saying you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. So thank you. Yeah, well, I'm not seeing much. If you do a Google, it says that they're known as the shitheads. Apparently, the city supporters Um <laughs> sounds but- like there's
1: much, much imagination gone into that. That just sounds yeah. like gen- general yeah. dislike. General.
0: I mean, that's my I, most of my friends are known as shitheads. But, but I, to be I think honest. they
2: probably refer to themselves
0: as that. We're the shitheads. I think they do. I don't know if that's necessarily a. Positive thing in any. So shape what, I, what I have
2: got here is uh, the gas was originally coined as a derogatory term by the supporters of Bristol Rovers rivals Bristol City, and was yeah. in reference to the large gas works adjacent Near to Eastville. the... Eastville.
1: Old... Eastville was the ground.
2: Eastville, you're oh. absolutely right. Yeah. Which wafted yeah. the sometimes overpowering odor of town gas across the crowd. But I'm now trying to see what is Bristol Rovers' nickname. Uh, they're known as the Pirates. Well, they're not well, the the going to call themselves. But, but, so, they yeah.
1: call, but they refer to themselves as the Gas. It's a it's a badge of honor they've taken.
2: Channel. If any Definitely. of our listeners want to know, if any of our listeners come from Gordana or well, Portishead or any of those wonderful towns down by the uh, Bristol, is it an estuary? I'm not quite sure what it is down there. Well,
0: Bristol, 7 channel, is.
2: Bristol, yeah. Channel, yeah. Bristol Channel. Yeah. Bristol Channel. Yes, it's a channel, isn't it? Not an estuary. Uh, do do uh, drop us a line and let us know if you know anything about the nicknames of the two clubs, because I'm sure I heard that somewhere and I can now only phone, find half of it whilst I'm recording well, the let's, podcast. Well, let's
0: ask our guest that's joined us. Oh, our, yes.
2: Well. Hello. Oh God, he's not here, is he? Of course. Well, maybe maybe next time. Um when um when they're out can you stop sucking so loudly on that milkshake? <laughs> It's rather disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, you caught me mid.
2: You
1: caught me mid suck there. I do a, the pardon
2: you. Yeah, yeah.
1: And it, it, an, an interesting fact here: whilst we have obviously Nigel Pearson in charge of Bristol City, Bristol City were also the first league club taken charge of by one Roy Hodgson. Can you guess what
2: the year was? Well, nineteen seventy. Hang on. Two. Hang on, Are you saying Bristol City hasn't been around for a very long time? Then is that what it you're saying? It has been around for a very
1: long time, but bearing in mind they were the first, they were the first league club. I mean, he, he'd worked abroad already. What year do you suspect Roy Hodgson was in charge?
2: Oh, at so, Bristol City. So you're saying? Sorry, Peter. Let me just because uh, originally it sounded like. Roy Hodgson was Bristol City's first manager. Which, oh, okay,
0: he's not. I mean, he's old, which, which, he is which, old. Justin, which would fit. Yeah, you're
2: right. Which would fit. Okay. <laughs> yes. So mm-hmm. you're saying that 18, Roy Hodgson's 1802. First...
0: <laughs> Roy Hodgson is confirmed as the new Bristol City
2: Yeah, name. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is even more random. So right, so, so, just to on. reiterate, Roy Hodgson's first <laughs> job as a manager in England was at Bristol yes. City. Right. Yeah. I'm in, having 72. Yeah. You're 72 having 72, having... are you? Right. Well, yeah. I think it's later than that because he's old, but not that old. Well, she's 75, is he? Or maybe he might have. Been. Yeah, okay. I'll go for 1980. 1980 on the money. Ooh, oh, bloody hell.
0: Well it, done. Very, very
1: good.
2: Yeah.
1: Need, needless to say, went in there, did fuck all, went back to Scandinavia. Yeah. There we go.
2: Yeah. Potted around some garden centres and then moved back up to Finland or somewhere. Yeah. So that,
1: that was what forty-one years before he came to us.
2: Yeah, well, yeah. He's, he's very experienced. It just looked as if he didn't give a shit anymore. To be honest with you, mm. it looked a bit like. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. was talking to someone the other night. Uh, I think it was last night at, at the match, and he said, "Do you remember? Look at look at Slav. He's up. He's down. He's you know. He's you know. He's and then that lot were, were doing the whole sit down, shut up thing at one point." uh yeah. um reading would do sit down shut up and uh he goes they, they probably have sung something completely different to roy hodgson like you know stand up and talk or something because he just sat didn't he he just sat with his sunglasses on didn't move didn't actually sort of get animated about anything he just sat down for, for, for the whole 90 minutes
0: he looked like he liked to get a suntan i like was picking up a few extra rays sometimes i it? think just, that's what he like was like, to- like you do feeding the ducks on a park bench you just sit there and <laughs> you slurp your milkshake.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> slurp your <laughs> creams. Yeah, Roy Hodgson. Yeah, let's let's not talk about him anymore. I, I, had, to, I had to. Please, shall we? Shall we dive into um, predictions? I think, we should. I think
1: we've done enough random nonsense. I yeah. think we've, we've done enough talk about Bristol Rovers to teach Bristol City that in the in the future they should bloody well turn up. <laughs> <laughs> we did, they did this to Birmingham. They, came, they didn't turn up. We talked about Aston Villa for half an hour. <laughs> yeah, for no exactly. Reason.
2: Yeah. Exactly.
1: the famous Sloping Pitch Podcast, we're following the greatest show on earth. But would you like pitch side seats for all the action in Qatar? The heat, the goals, the drama? Well, so would we. But why not join me, Nick Hancock, in Stoke-on-Trent and co-host Chris England in London's SW16. Every game live from England. The famous Sloping Pitch Podcast. We think this tournament could be okay. Sport Social.
2: Funny. Right. Okay. So can we have a quick look at the league before we go into this, please, Peter? No, let's just crack on with the predictions. No, no, because we that's need to not, know who's going first. Not, yeah, we need to know who's going first and all that sort of stuff. You know.
1: Well, I will give I will give you the the point situation currently as it stands. The EFL are falling behind somewhat, having uh, having gone for a number of draws on a lot of occasions, on only seven points. Carl, who had until this uh, this last round led briefly, is on eleven points, but. Somebody, somebody in September or, 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 or whatever it was, early August, predicted a 2 0 Watford win versus Reading. Yep. That person is Justin. He now yes. sits aloft the league with twelve points. So it's uh, EFL seven. Carlos is on eleven, and Justin sits at the top on twelve points. Now, my friend Tim, Tim, um, I would sorry, I always do this kind of uh, Tim the Enchanter from Monty Python Tim, and the Holy Grail. Tim
0: who, Tim who, Peter? What's his surname? I can't remember his surname. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I Under oh, the bus. I've, I've got him <laughs> on the phone as
1: Tim, and, and you just go, hello, Tim. <laughs> oh, you know, right. I, it's one of those things where somebody hasn't heard from somebody for about three years and goes, hi, how are you? And you go, I'm fine. We're playing you at the weekend. And he, he starts <laughs> to think, oh, you want to have a chat? No, I just want a <laughs> prediction out of you. <laughs> Because with half an hour to go, your other fucking podcast still haven't come back to us, yeah. wankers. Uh, anyway, yeah. he went, he said, it's not been good. Never really kind of, he was never an avid follower, but, you know, they were, they were his team. He's gone Bristol City three, Watford one. But he did laugh out loud after saying it. So I think, no, 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 I, I think to, he, it's a bit of gallows humour from him there, we but we shall see. You
2: have to accept your first answer, Tim, I'm afraid. Oh. So we do.
1: Doesn't matter doesn't matter if it was earlier on last month or indeed last year. Three one it is. We have right. to take that. But we are now back in the familiar position of Carlos getting the next selection because Justin has leapt back to the top of the league. Right.
0: Yeah. Carlos, you're going down there. What are you going to go for? Well, it's the last game before the World Cup, so I'd like us to finish on on a high. So I am going to go for a Watford win. So I'm going to go Bristol City nil, Watford one. Ooh, a tight game, though. I'm playing the safe game. Now, I wonder what result might be available... For old
2: drawy Justin. Well, we haven't we <laughs> haven't had a draw under Billich yet. We haven't drawn one no. match under Billich. No. And he's been in charge no. for 10, ten. matches, I think. Yeah, I've done like that now. So that ain't about to change, is it? Uh however, I do think we're gonna win. But I'm not obviously I can't go for one nil. Conceding goals, I mean, away from home, yes, we are conceding goals, aren't we? Um quite quite regularly. Let's go for a two one Watford. So Bristol City one, Watford two. Very good. Mm. Very Locked
1: good. In. So we've got results either way. Nobody going for the draw as uh, Slavin Bilic seems wholly incapable of getting
0: them. He
2: doesn't want to was do them, does he? He just yeah. doesn't right. just
0: to see it. It. They've got two in their last five draws, so... two yeah. Yeah. At
2: home, was that? And who were they against? Uh, I,
0: I cannot confirm at home, oh. not away. <laughs> you, see, you come out with the oh.
2: half-baked facts like me yeah, and it's the a gas.
0: What would you expect from me, yeah. let's be honest? I can tell you, 29th
1: of October they drew one one with Swansea, which is a good result. I thought Swansea looked at home, reasonable
2: at Ashton Gate.
1: At, at Ashton Gate, and then they went away to the Riverside, Middlesbrough, and they drew one one there as well.
2: Mm. But as
1: I say, they've they've had a, a series of losses around that, so they're kind of they're kind of flatlining a little bit with the exception of an excellent 2-0 away win at West Brom, which I think saw Steve Bruce
0: jettisoned. That was um, Steve Bruce's, uh, yeah. he swans mm.
1: So it was it was that good. They immediately fired him on the basis that he'd been very, very Steve Bruce's.
2: Aye. So I suppose now's probably a good time to to, to mention the World Cup, really. Uh, how, how enthused are you about all this? I've got to say, I don't really care. <laughs> I'm not sure. I was talking to uh, a couple of friends of mine last night. They said, oh, yeah, you say that now, but, you know if you reach the quarterfinals or something, you'll suddenly be interested. And you think, yeah, but England versus Iran, that day I'm actually going out. I'm actually going to London to yeah. meet friends. I don't care if I miss that match. You, I'm not, I'm not
0: Do bothered. you know what it is for me with, with, with watching England, especially in major tournaments? And throughout my 39 years, whenever it's been a major tournament, um, it's been associated with nice weather, a beer garden, getting together, yeah. outside watching something. And that's not going to be possible. And if it is possible, it's going to be fucking freezing. So that in itself is going to be. That's a um, very good point. It's going that,
2: to be well, a bit is, odd. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of the World Cup is you think, okay, so it's the summer now, and when this comes back, it's a new season, and you know we're going to see sort of you know the top players in the world playing in a in a in a tournament. As you say, you can go and watch in a pub or a beer garden with yeah, some friends. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. This is going to be very different territory. It doesn't even feel normally build up to build up to a world cup. It's kind of like, it's like a month and you think, Oh God, yeah, that's, that's next month. And then, and then things come to, Oh yeah, of course that's coming. And you think, Oh, I can't wait this. I didn't even know when it started to be honest with you. Mm. I didn't even. Yeah. I don't even know when it finishes. I don't know when any of our games are. I'm just really not bothered.
0: Even the one that was in Japan and you were getting up at like seven o'clock in the morning. Was... It, was still in, it was still in the summer. It was, yeah. <laughs> I, I remember <laughs> so actually. Right.
2: Yeah, my eldest was one at the time and I remember feeding a Wheatabix while we were playing one of the matches about seven o'clock in the morning. And my dad was sat next to me drinking beer. I said, Dad, you know it's seven lads. o'clock in the morning but it's England, son. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Now he's got that spot on. Yeah, I think that was on. the one where... Um, uh, what's his name? Seaman got lobbed by the um, yeah. Brazilian? Oh,
1: Brazil. Yeah, Ronaldinho. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was
2: the game. Yeah, because yeah, that was about seven o'clock in the morning or something.
1: <laughs> yes, it was. Yeah, I remember watching that and then having to travel into work. God, yeah, exactly. Impressive. So I I, I, just... I, I agree with I agree with you. I think you know the World Cup is a bit like you know Christmas or going on your holidays. Half of the enjoyment is the anticipation. It is the build-up. Is and being right in the middle of the season and it being right. Okay, stop. And next week they're going to start. There is no sense of anticipation. There is no sense of. There's only just a sense of oh Christ, you you know get out get it done, get it out of the way, and then we can start again. Yeah. Which, which seems indicative of a lot of people's view now on international football, which is the international breaks that come in are just an, un, an unwanted interruption. And to make a World Cup, which, you know, every four years should be the absolute zenith of the world's biggest sport, to turn it into what they've done. Again, FIFA are as bad as as the FA, and you don't want to get me started on the FA.
2: Exactly, no, no, we've
0: heard but, that one, but, yeah. But yeah. There's, um, there's you- a real good... Doctor- documentary coming out on netflix yeah just i think it's just before the way i think that's i going think to, it's
2: um, probably out tonight actually or tomorrow is it tonight yeah, is it yeah i, think yeah. I, think yeah. I
0: can't remember <clears throat> yeah i'm going to be watching that yeah, i'll that be watching very that. interesting do, do you think if the world cup
2: was in its normal slot and in somewhere that wasn't qatar there would be more build-up to it do you think it's where it is and the timing of yeah. it or is it just because I lot- it's it, international football isn't quite as exciting as it used I- to be
0: I think well, there is that probably, but I think there is a lot of sponsorship that have kind of took a step back a, a little bit with regards to it because normally you'd get every every product going would yeah. have some sort of World Cup tie to it. It doesn't matter what it you know what it It could be fucking dog food, mm-hmm. and it would be you know sponsors of the world. I, I'm not seeing that, no. uh, and I don't know about anyone else. No, I'm even not. like even like Talksport, although it's like we're bringing you the World Cup, it's not. It's it, it just it doesn't feel like it's the World Cup no and and it, you know that in itself is it must be you know must say something about what fifa are doing
2: well, I don't want to get okay. all political about it, but, you know, there's also this thing about, you know, questioning Gary Neville. Come on, Gary, you're Mr. Integrity. Mm. What are you doing going out there? You know, Yeah, yeah. These... I,
0: he was on... Um, have I got news uh, for you? Yeah, yeah. And he didn't have an answer. No, he didn't have an
2: answer. He didn't answer. have an answer. No, Ian so... Lop handed him his ass, didn't he? Sorry, Peter, you were going to say.
0: No, 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 not
1: at, all, not at all. I think, I think you know, a lot of people don't feel good about it, and we know that. A lot of other people have said, well, any anybody who is in any way, shape or form, left-leaning, then presumably you're not going to watch the World Cup because it got, it's it gone against uh, your, your values. And then you've got people who love football more than anything else. And this is, you know, a once every four years celebration. But sorry to go back to FIFA. They took a crock of gold to... To, to send it to Russia in the first place. Why do we think it might have ended up in somewhere with a load of Petro dollars? I can't imagine mm. why why the, why the now, you know, banned from football for life, you know, served jail sentence, Joseph Blatter, has now come out and said, you know what, actually, it was a mistake. I wonder if somebody from Netflix might be paying him to uh, to, to maybe say something. Mm. They are as crooked and corrupt as can be. And I've got no problem with the Middle East, you know, having a sporting event, but it makes no sense. To decide to completely disrupt all of the everybody's football season to go and transplant this place into a sport washing arena Qatar is tiny in comparison to a normal event that would you know this, this kind of event would take place over you know over a country on occasions it's ta- you know they're taking place over continents to for people to see them mm. it you know you don't and we haven't even touched on you know the workers' rights the number of people who've died. Uh, in terms of building these things, women's rights or LGBT plus, you know, kind of rights that are out there. Mm. And we don't do politics. I mean, it's just not what
2: we no, do. about no, are no. about Watford. No, no, no
1: But the point is, is before I even got there, there was already 101 fucking reasons not to go to got Qatar. To go there.
2: Yeah. The first
1: question should be, is it somewhere you would play football? Is it hotter than the fucking sun? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, don't fucking go there.
2: No, Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, I I can't actually name any Qatari footballers, can you? I, I mean, aren't, aren't these things kind of awarded on kind of merit and stuff? Or, or was this literally just a bung and someone went, okay, let's give it to Qatar? Because... There's no merit on Qatar holding a World Cup as far as I'm concerned. Because we were in the mix, weren't we, when the draw was done. Everyone was thinking, oh, it's going to come back to England. Yeah. We, are, we yeah. are going to have this one. And then when he opened the envelope, everyone went, well, that's that. Then we're not having another World Cup here anytime soon. So The, his-
1: the history of the World Cup and the history of FIFA goes back to where... Um, uh, and his name was Yao Havalange, took over from, oh, Christ, what is his name? Was it Walter Winterbottom? I can't remember. One of the guys who was, it, basically, it was run by kind of English people, <laughs> you know, surprisingly, who would have nothing to do with the World Cup, then took it over. And then in around the 70s or the early 70s, uh, this Yao Havalange took over and they decided that they were going to make sure that it wasn't just kept in Europe because you know you'd have it in Spain in eighty two, and it went back to Italy in ninety. Yeah. You know it was like it was it was it, it's a global sport, take it around the world, and that was what he wanted to do. Seth Blatter came in as decided he wanted to kind of do something similar, but also make a gargantuan amount of fucking money whilst doing so for himself. Greedy cunt, right?
0: And and <laughs> I mean, so and don't so, sit on
1: the fence about
0: him, please, Peter. I mean, say <laughs> well, what you mean.
1: Well, no, look, 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 look at where it's been. Look at where it's been under set Blatter. You know, it went to South Africa because he wanted to put it into you know, Africa's first continent. Fine, but if you look at what actually happens when FIFA give a a, a country the World Cup, they absolutely—I won't use the word I used the other day—they pillage the country. FIFA, the, the agreement between FIFA and the country hosting it involves them. FIFA having their own courts, right? People, you know, they can't be—you can't be tried in South Africa you get tried by a FIFA court who have the ability to imprison people, literally, you know, just right over the court of law. They have all of the money that comes out and they leave all of these countries, such as South Africa, with massive white elephant stadiums. They did exactly the same thing to Japan and Korea. There are uh, stadiums there that do not get used that uh, guess who ends up having to pay for it? The people of those countries where it's gone to. Mm. Now with, with Qatar, they're making kind of, it's almost like pop up and pop down stadiums. Because they're not—they're not too so stupid as to to suddenly build however many 12 or um, 8 massive great stadiums in the middle of the desert that no one will ever use again
0: it's the new thing now they did it for uh, Anthony Joshua a couple of times in Saudi Arabia didn't they the boxing stadium
1: but for it to go to be moved about for the right reasons fine but you can put it in and leave infrastructure and legacy in place rather than absolutely ripping the the daylights out, out of the country and if you go to South Africa and say what did you get left with as a result of you having the World Cup the answer is a big bill and nothing else and mm. you'll see exactly the same thing in, in a number of these places FIFA are a disgrace and if there was an alternative body who would actually start running the game I think a lot of people would get behind it
2: yeah and all I remember from that was the Vuvuzelas how annoying were they anyway oh my god <laughs> Jesus Christ yeah. yeah oh well that's the World Cup covered then <laughs> good luck enjoying that if you want to uh, Yeah, I just, uh, what will happen is though we'll get to the final and then suddenly we'll get interested and suddenly we'll think okay well you know let's let's see how this goes and then we'll crash out in the semis or yeah,
0: but as soon as we get interested England fucking piss off and come home so it's like well
2: yeah, do you know I don't even it? know who's in our group I know it's Iran who else is in our U-
0: group USA and, yeah. and, and who the, and
2: uh, see you don't even Scot- know. Scotland isn't it or was it Wales Wales Wales, Wales. Wales. Oh, God, that, that God. took us 20 seconds that's to work bad, out <laughs> <it? and> normally <laughs> you go well oh, this game's on that day <laughs> that's on that day I, I just don't that care that is bad yeah, but this is interested. the point.
1: This is the point. There is no, there is no build up to it. We're all focused still. The vast majority of for fans' focus will be on Saturday. After Saturday, yeah. attention will turn, and it'll be, oh, we've got a World Cup in about eight days or something stupid. And and without that, as I say, it's it's like it's like Christmas or going on holiday without the build up, without the expectation. Then and you know, and then if you do get you know pumped out in the first round, well, well what was the point of that? Mm. Yeah, so. You know, we'll see. We we'll see.
2: see. Yeah, excellent. All right. Well, there you go. Let's wrap that up. There. Um, we we'll still be around during the uh, during the World Cup. I'm, I'm sure we'll still be. Uh, oh
0: yes, we've got lots of good plans. Putting some bits
2: and pieces out here and there, so uh, we won't be. going The budget's too far.
0: actually stretched that. Uh, you know, I'm going to be flying over to Qatar on the do not scratch your eyes. Oh yeah. Credit card. Oh yeah. I, thought, yeah. I thought you were going to say you're going to have a second milkshake. Yeah, <laughs> God, mate, it's made me feel ill. That has <laughs> yeah. Because they're a bit heavy. Those things. Can I, can things. I just Dick, say God. that
2: you, you're going to have to be on your best behaviour in Qatar, mate. If you're going to be out there, there'll be none of this.
0: Well, as you know, I'm a reformed character. I so do know this. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, a, yeah that's It's not, a, not
2: an issue. It's not a problem, is it? No. Okay. All okay. right. stuff. Let's. Uh, we'll leave you to it. But yeah, as I say, we, we'll, we'll be around during November and December, uh, doing some other bits. It won't, be, won't be too far away. In the meantime. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's hope we get the three points on Saturday. Catch you soon.
0: Come and say hello to me if you see me at Aston Gate. Oh, good to yeah, speak to you. Yeah. B- before we go, oh, before you wrap up. Oh, is this another addendum? Hang on, hang on. Or
2: is this an addendum or is this any other business? we
0: we got to stop doing these
1: things, Peter. No, no, no. This isn't an addendum. This is just me running out of order per normal. The women played on Sunday in the FA Cup away at Wimbledon, and they got a last-minute winner in the 120th minute, so it didn't go to pens. Uh, from Gallat, the left back, hit an absolute stonker of a left foot shot into the top corner. So they're through. And this Sunday, they are at home in one of the other cups. There's a number of different Cups that they have against Fulham uh, down at, uh, at Grosvenor Vale, down in at Manor, at two o'clock kickoff on Sunday. The following Sunday, because of course, everybody else won't be able to watch live football. But if you go and have a look at the the, the women's game, they're playing some really good stuff. They are playing Billaricky at home, and there is a further game the following week uh, in... Again, one of the other cups against hashtag United. Ooh now. Hashtag United. Now we have history with Ooh. hashtag United. Ben Mr. Ben Foster. Foster. Yeah. Ben Foster getting injured playing for them. Which are the which are the sort of fan owned type of thing yeah. but there are there are three weekends straight now that the the women's team are at home at Grove and the Vale if you find yourself at a loose end and you don't have much cash or you just want to go out for the afternoon get yourself down to Grove and the Vale it's a team and a squad that's well worth watching I can assure you
2: there you go there you go there you like, there's your there's your live football fix sorted that's for you right don't there. Watch
0: the crapper, don't watch the crappy England and watch the girls
2: you won't be saying crappy England if you're right trying to organise some sort of party for the final where we're playing you know
0: Holland oh well, dear, or, listen, you
2: listen.
0: Know. I I would put good money on the on the fact that we will not be in the final.
2: Yeah, well we almost reached it last time round, didn't we, if it wasn't for yeah. Croatia. Yeah, I, Croatia? I think Mr.
0: Southgate, unfortunately, his his time has gone.
2: Mm, and, uh, I, I just, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I got served the other day as a as an advert on I think it was Facebook? It was Socks, right? You've Sox. You've reached that age, mate. Uh, maybe the target audience may well have been me let's face it, I'm wearing a cardigan. <laughs> um, but um, I got served socks with the England Three lines emblem on it as endorsed by Gareth Southgate. Oh, no. A set of six. How much do you reckon?
0: Set uh, of six socks. Gareth Southgate's endorsed them. I'm going to say twenty five pounds. Yeah, you're
2: going to have to go I'm, higher than that.
0: I'm going to go, go thirty two.
2: Eighty eight pounds, ladies and gentlemen. For
0: six socks, per- I'd want
1: them to walk me to fucking work. But I want them to have Harry Kane in them for eighty eight pounds. They
2: come ridiculous. with fuck. a lifetime guarantee or a year. I think it's a year actually. Where any problems with them at all, you can send hang them on, back and get on, another hang pair. Hang oh on, I've
0: got. Hang on, don't cut my code out and I've put my fucking toe through them. Can I have some new ones, please? Well,
2: I think that's covered under the guarantee, actually. Hang on. We,
0: we downshifted
1: <laughs> dramatically in the middle of that sentence. It was a lifetime I'm, guarantee. I'm and looking And then it, it came up. down to a year. <laughs>
2: I'm yeah, looking it up. <laughs>
1: You should be a car salesman.
2: You'd be brilliant. Uh, I'd be excellent, wouldn't I? Yeah, I'd be excellent. <laughs> actually, I've just changed that to a year. Sorry. Okay. Um, there we are. Gosh. Eighty-eight. Pounds. I'm not kidding you, mate. That's they were eighty-eight ridiculous. quid. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably get them served yourself as an advert. Um, it was a sponsored post, and they're they're actually more expensive than the ones I saw at the London Transport Museum. I'm a bit of a. Um...
0: <laughs> sorry, sorry. I haven't got. We haven't got time to have cover you not? Oh, I, okay. really, I really want to delve into <laughs> your obsession with socks
2: it's not the socks it's it's so the london transport museum sell socks that are made out of the material or i'll replicate the material on underground train seats i was going right? to say
0: because if it's made out of it there's some horrible asses there's have been on probably hunts. been some horrible
2: asses yeah. but they're only going to go on a pair of stinky old feet anyway so it probably doesn't matter and i i'm a bit of a underground uh, I, I'm not a train spotter. Please please don't put that out there. Um, but I do He's like the underground. I, think, <laughs> I like the underground. Anyway, so I saw these socks. What's your favourite line? Uh, probably the circle line, actually, because um, it kind of, you know, all the best bits are w- inside it goes the circle. And, and all the best bits are inside it. Anyway, so uh, I looked at these socks, oh, no. and they were, they were, they were, they were st- stop laughing. They were £12 a pair. And I thought, that's, that's steep. And then these England ones come through and knock them into a cock hat. I, I, I almost went and bought the London Transport pounds.
0: ones. <sighs> right, well, we are. I just want to say that we are going to revisit this because unfortunately we've got to go on to another podcast yeah it's a least, shame so. isn't it and I'm never going to mention it again you've really um, opened up a can of excellence <laughs> there I want, to, I want to jump
1: in yeah I'm not a I'm not a train spotter I'm not, not a, I'm a, not a I'm train
2: spotter I'm not I'm really not really? a train spotter what's your favourite you line? Uh, line what's, really what's your favourite line the immediate circle line probably the circle line
0: yeah I like
2: the circle line you know it's great am I saying
0: the metropolitan Line's the oldest line yeah you are
2: you are but oh, it's fucking awful live out where we are every, yeah, every, yeah, after yeah. a night out especially you go to Greenwich oh well, that's an hour and a half before I get home you know what I mean go and see something at the O2 you've got to go all the way back on the Jubilee line to bloody anyway let's not get into that thanks for listening um, <laughs> thanks for listening uh, hopefully this bit will be cut out but if it's no, not no, please no, don't no, no, no. <laughs> oh yeah I'm meditating <laughs> this one Peter who
1: knew that blue cheese would be the best bit of the week
2: oh <laughs> uh, God, what have I done? Uh, I should always engage brain before mouth. Anyway, um, <laughs> let's go. We have got another podcast to do, so we're going to see you later on. You horns. Sports Social Podcast Network.